You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome, family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Talking Wrestling on Never Sleeps Network. Thank you for joining in. And if you haven't already, remember to remember us on the social media outlets. You can hit us up on the Twitter at TNWPod. You can hit us up on the Instagram and check out pictures of us recording shows and whatever was going on, who the guests are. That's all on the old Instagram talking wrestling podcast on instagram and if you want to send us a gmail to tell us uh, to give some advice on what you'd like to do here on the show which direction you'd like the show to go well let us know at uh, talking wrestling at gmail.com i am your host casey corbin as you already know most likely i've been hosting this show from the get-go great to have you listening today it's a beautiful day it's a week in february and uh, a very special week Because this week, February 5th, was on Monday, and not only is that raw, but it is the 30th anniversary of the main event, which was 1988, February 5th. And in case you've forgotten what the main event was, it was the rematch of Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. Uh, However, Andre the Giant was under the contract of Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man, who has been on this show, by the way. We talk about it in that episode, and I'm talking about it now because... It's the first wrestling card that they put in prime time live on NBC at 8 o'clock on a Friday night. And not only that, Hulk Hogan, after four years of watching him defeat everybody, lost the title that night in a, in a screw job fashion where Ted DiBiase found out that the ref had a twin brother, clearly abducted him and tied him in a closet and had the evil brother come out and ref the match. Now, when Hulk Hogan found this out, He wasn't too bright. He didn't realize the brother had a twin. He thought Ted DiBiase abducted a regular person the same size and gave him plastic surgery to make him look like the other ref. Well, that's not true. That is not true at all. How much for the plastic surgery? Anyways, uh, also on that card was Randy Macho Man Savage, the Heart Foundation, the Honky Tonk Man. It was a great card, and it was very memorable to me. I remember that night there was a high school dance. I could not go to the high school dance until I seen the result of what was happening with the Hulkster. Thank God the dance cut off is at 10 o'clock. That's when the card ended. I left at 9.30 and I I got to to the school. Everybody's like, what happened? What happened? And I was like, Hulk Hogan lost the belt. No fucking way. People could not believe it. Their minds were blowing. Minds were blowing. Anyways, I just wanted to revisit that off the top. We've got a great guest here for you today. He is uh, one half of the Doo-Wops, a very, very funny musical uh, tandem uh, that has played all over the world. Uh, He is also part of the sketch troupe, the Minnesota Wrecking Crew, not to be confused with the tag team of the Andersons. We've had Nug on the show before, also part of the Minnesota Wrecking Crew. Vince McMahon loves that name, he told us. 
Um, and John Catucci's in the house today. Thank you very much for coming in, and John. Oh, hey, Casey, how's it going, man? Hey, thanks for being here. <laughs> so, and of course, oh, oh, quick, quick question. Yeah, did you get a dance in when you got when you went to the dance? Did you get at least one slow dance in before the dance ended? Uh yes, probably. I was in grade ten, so yeah, I would okay. say I did. I was pretty good at asking girls to slow dance. So you got a stairway to heaven in? You got that? Maybe in not stairway to heaven. Oh, that's because that's always the last one. That was always the last one, right? That's like that's like scavenger hour. That's like last call at a bar. <laughs> You know, it's like, oh, who's dancing with Killy Deckard? Can I cut in? Like, <laughs> do you have the balls to do the cut in? And and is it a loser that's going to allow the cut in? Like some guy, like, I remember one time somebody tried to cut in on me. They're yeah. like, can I cut in? And I'm like, fuck no. Yeah. It took me all night to gain up the courage just to ask this hot chick to dance. Well, man, you could have came in, ripped off your shirt, <laughs> pointed at somebody. You know what I yeah. mean? You ain't, there's no dance for you. And then just stepped right in and got the dance, body slammed somebody, finished the dance, give everybody the finger and, and walk out. out. Or I could have walked in and be like, this dance has now become a three-way dance. <laughs> and we all just join hands and shake each other's arms. No hold bar dance. <laughs> or, or, well, it was high school. It was like, no bar there dance. You know, Was it one of those keep the Holy Spirit between you kind of dances? No, no. no we didn't okay. have a, a Catholic high school. <laughs> okay. um, there was a lot of, uh, you know, you just wanted, it, you look at, you're a horny teenager. You just sure. want to get as close as you sure. can without penetration you know so because you know it's it's the you know what if you kind can, of school is this it's uh it's iron prior iron prior <laughs> district high school their football team for Go many ahead. years was called the redmen oh my goodness but they just changed it Two? they just changed it this year because the students wanted the change nice. not the people in the community no. um they changed it to the rapids the, and the rap, rapids, rapids. Ra- not rabbits, rapids, the rapids, because okay. our prior, my hometown is a town where two rivers meet. Oh my goodness. So there are rapids. I like that. Um, I like it. However, there are people in my hometown that hate it. Everybody's upset about it because everybody, I come from a predominantly white community sure. and they're all very upset that um, the Redmen, uh, a name to pay tribute to the fighting warriors from the past, yes. the natives, it, it's a tribute. And I was like, well, you say that because you're white, but we don't have many natives in this town. And have you ever stopped to wonder why? Yeah. My friend actually said, uh, what has water ever done? Who's worried? Who's afraid of the water? I'm like, clearly you've never seen Unbreakable. No. Nope. Uh, it was Bruce. It's every M night Shyamalan movie. Water, water is the bad guy. There's water in it. There's water in it. Obviously he had a bad experience. Yeah. As a swimmer. Yeah. As a child. Yeah. Uh, and, and now and, it's coming back in every movie, every single movie. And it's like, Oh, when's the water coming in? <laughs> and I find it very humorous. Cause he actually said, Rapids or Redmond, I will tell you, I'm 100% Redmond for life. And I said, but you're 0% native and your body is 60% water. Oh. So you're more rapid than you even know. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, shut up, you and your jokes. And then he threw water, water on you. And they threw water A on me and I melted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the witch. So that was fun. That is fun. Yeah, I enjoy it. Um, so let's get talking wrestling. Let's do it. Um, wrestling conversation. Yeah. So, John, uh, yeah. when do you think you discovered wrestling? How did you discover wrestling? When did you get into wrestling? I, I guess I started watching wrestling. I mean, it was in the 80s. You know, I was, I, I guess, 8, 9, 10 in, in yeah. the air kind of thing. And, you know, it was Maple Leaf Wrestling yeah. on Sundays, you know. And then whenever you could catch 
wrestling some the WWF stuff on I think it was on Fox that mm-hmm. they would air it from the states so you'd catch that and then I'd get to go to Maple Leaf Gardens with my dad and he used to bring me every now and then I remember getting some greens green seats for like seven bucks or whatever it was That's and great. just sitting with my dad and my dad had this I almost like Russian looking hat that kind of like just sat on your head it kind of folded open and it would just sit on your head mm-hmm. uh very similar to a nikolai volkov and, and yeah. i would always go oh my he's gonna people are gonna think he's nikolai volkov when we're sitting down <laughs> watching this you know and just watching you know matches like with J- big john stud and yeah uh and and seeing nikolai volkov in the iron sheik i remember going to see i think one of they touted it as as Piper's last match at the Gardens. I remember seeing that, and so I, I grew up watching that stuff and was a big fan, and and you know totally bought into it. It was completely real. Uh, it is real, still real. I mean, uh, it's like still I, real, still real. Me, still, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You like, can't I was fake totally, gravity. Totally, <laughs> it was totally into it. You know what I mean? The, the the you know the Saturday night main event stuff that you get to stay up till eleven yeah. thirty to watch, and you would just be like, your eyes would be so tired, but you'd be talking about it all week oh yeah uh and i remember as a kid though i used to always like okay so they're they're promoting to uh, uh, something happening at maple leaf gardens this sunday as, as a championship competition for the belt but i know at wrestlemania in a couple of weeks uh, that person still has the belt so so what happens what's going on my head would be like you don't do the math just enjoy it don't do the math yeah <laughs> Yeah, you're on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Somebody can lose it one week, gain it the next week, yeah. and still go into WrestleMania. Who knows? It's, it's, that's, where, that's where we are at today. Yes. It's so funny that way, too. Like, I remember I used to stay up late to tape Saturday Night's main events and Saturday Night Lives. I was obsessive about Saturday Night Live. Yeah. So I always stayed up anyways, and I hated commercials. I really wish I left the commercials in because now you want to go back and you want to watch all these sure. old commercials, you know. But um, I would tape out, I would uh, pause the commercials, and uh, I had to get up and pause it on the VCR. Yeah, and then you have to stand there and wait. I would always fall asleep near the end or one of the matches, <laughs> and then or I'd be on pause, yeah. and then the next thing you know, like I'll go to watch it the next morning. It's like, where's the last match? How come it ends? I'm like, oh. and then my brother's like, you fell asleep again. Can't you do anything right? I'm like, it's almost one o'clock in the morning. I'm only seven. You know, like <laughs> you could have just recorded the whole thing and just fast. I was only seven. I did not Sorry. understand how to, uh, to PVR or OTR or on time no, recording. Pre- you pr- press record, record and, and let, let it go. go. And if you fall asleep, you've got like eight hours. The tape's only what? Depending on how you're recording it, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how long is it? It's good quality. It's only going to be four hours. No, tape. I use I, I max it out to the six hours each tape. Like <laughs> nobody is like, oh, I only want two hours on this tape. It's like, well, great, you got I want the best quality. Yeah, you only got the first episode of it. Now you have to buy four more tapes. Like, come on, just put it all on one. It was always that that worry is like, oh, but we don't have any tapes. Okay, what can we tape over? Oh, okay, I need I need some duct tape to put over the little thing that. that the, the tab, the record tab. What are we going to do? Yeah. <laughs> Everything. Everything. It's like you go, you, know, you go in your sister's tapes. Rainbow Bright. Nobody <laughs> likes Rainbow Bright. Gummy bears. Who's going to watch that? I like eating gummy that? bears, not watching them. Put them in. My cousin's wedding. No one cares. <laughs> no one cares. No one cares. They're already divorced. Click. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, oh boy. But, oh yeah. Saturday Night's Main Events. Um, they're so much fun. And that's the good thing about the network is they're all on the network. 
Yeah. Oh, are they really? Yeah. Yeah. But the I only, just, even the intro music, just that that that's dun, the one. Dun, that's the one problem. They use a different theme song because oh, no. they don't have the rights, rights to uh, Locomotion. That's by the song was called Locomotion or was the it? band was called Locomotion. It was like the freeze frame of holy yeah. looking. You know what I mean? It ripped off and then the neon, the neon we, sign. We have to skip the starts because Jeff never watched the show. Jeff McHenry is my roommate. Yeah. He's never watched the show or in the original run. So I'm like, I can't. You can't see this. I can't do this. I can't watch this unless I have. The Saturday Night's main event, Fashion File Music. Have you just played it in the background while yeah, you're I've watching? done that a couple times on my phone. Like, <laughs> I was like, look at this is the music design. This is it's what like, it's supposed to be. Because the music, you'd hear the music starting during yeah, the last yeah, interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was like, bah, bah, <laughs> bah, 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 bah. <laughs> and I would remember when I would go to like a school dance and that played. Well, there's only one way to dance no. and it's all Hulk Hogan's flex moves. Yeah. So it is. You know, like girls like dancing with you and you're like, and all of a sudden, boom, double fist, boom. double 24 hour pythons, <laughs> 24 hour pythons. 24 hour. I love that restaurant. Yeah. 24 hour pythons. They're always there. They're always ready. Yeah. They're always ready to serve you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? Pythons. All right. Bring all it right, to you. <laughs> what can I get then? Anytime you want. Have you ever been to, um, now you go to, now one of your jobs is you travel to restaurants. Yeah. And you have a food show on uh, Food Network Canada, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's called, you gotta eat there? You gotta, you gotta eat, eat here? here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You gotta eat here. You go to a lot of places where there's a lot of eight by tens by other people there, I've noticed. Yes. Yeah. Have you ever been to any other places where other wrestlers have been? Probably um, not, but it's just a curious question. Not that I remember, but I remember being at a place that had these old timey, wrestling posters on the wall oh well that's uh, good. and i really liked that i remember i remember snapping some pictures and sending them to nug and yeah uh and 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 it was you know some whipper bill uh, whipper billy watson stuff on the posters i was like oh that's so cool man yeah i love old wrestling posters. yeah they're so great right yeah. like and 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 on those special occasions that my dad let me buy a program you know what i mean like and yeah. you can fl- flip over to the the because it was all the glossy pictures and then you and opened then up and then it was that sheet. page of the sheet of, of all the matches yeah uh i have very few of those yeah. left i've I can't find most of them. Like yeah. a bunch of stuff has went disappearing over the years through moves and whatever yeah. and whatnot. But I wish I still had a lot of my old programs from the wrestling cards that yeah. I went to because through the show, I get to meet wrestlers that have been on those shows yeah. and we've been like, look at this program and like, you know, and it's like, Oh, do you remember that night hacksaw, you know, or whatever. <laughs> so we were uh, in Nashville doing the show and for some reason, Hacksaw Jim Duggan was there. He was like a special guest at the arena. Yeah. And you could take pictures with him and he had little little two by fours that he would sign for you and stuff like that. Yeah. I didn't wait in line because it was all these kids and I didn't want to be the only adult in line. <laughs> uh, but it was like, ah, Hacksaw! And he gave me the big thumbs up, you know? Well, that was a lot of fun. He's coming through uh, on tour and I'm actually working with him and he'll hopefully he'll do the podcast because I get on shows with these wrestlers and yeah. I host them. And then if they're nice enough, they donate their time and do oh, the nice. podcast. I don't mind flipping money towards them if they want. But, yeah. but you know, the million-dollar man doesn't need money. He's yeah. a million-dollar man. He's the million-dollar man. Yeah. He and should I, be giving you money and then should. taking over the podcast. Well, he did. Yeah, he did take <laughs> over the podcast. Uh, Ricky Steamboat was very nice to donate his time as well. And uh, so, so Hacksaw Jim Duggan hopefully will be on this show uh, come mid-April. But... I'm going to have a tough time telling him, like, look at, I did not like you as a kid. Like, I know we look like each other now yes, because I have long hair and a beard, but a big part of it was I grew up watching because I grew up in Ottawa. Yeah. So I watched a lot of Montreal wrestling. Okay. That would be on a channel called CHRO. Before 
Dino Bravo ever went to the WWE in about 1987, he went. I had already been watching him since 1985 and cheering for him. Nice. Now, when we're in Ottawa and it's Dino Bravo versus Hacksaw Jim Duggan and everybody's chanting USA in Uh, Canada's capital. Yeah. Well, that does not rub me the right way. Yes. yes. He's fighting a Canadian. Canadian icon. Yes, in Canada. Yeah. And we're chanting USA and like, I'm like, why is everybody chanting USA? <laughs> and then this woman turns around and goes, it's better than cheering for a Frenchie. Uh-huh. And then my buddy's Frenchie is like, I'm fucking French. And then he goes off on a tirade in <laughs> oh, French no. on her. And it's like, you're in Ottawa. The river is right <laughs> yes, there. Yes. There's French people everywhere, everywhere in Ottawa. Everywhere. It's like they live, you know, they're, they're regular people and they're <laughs> French like, people. It's just like normal people. And French words everywhere that we <laughs> English people can't see. Was this uh, bleach blonde hair? Do you know Bravo? Bleach blonde hair. Dino Bravo, yeah. the muscle man. Yeah. Because yeah. when he was before love WWE, it. he was <laughs> love a it. high flyer. <laughs> was he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like muscle man. <laughs> if you look back at the way he looked in relation to what the muscle men look like today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not so, not so much. Not so much. But he did bench press 715 pounds. A monster. Yes. Well, we don't know. I think some of those fights were wood. Well, 600 of those pounds, just poutine. And, uh, yeah, and just poutine. poutine. That's all it is. Yeah. You know, he's a tough guy when it took 17 bullets in his chest to get rid of him, which is very sad. But, you know, he was bootlegging cigarettes as a side gig. My God. And uh, it paid well. Wrestling paid well. Wrestling paid well. But when he was out of wrestling, apparently. Not so well. Selling selling bootleg cigarettes off Native Reserves might have been the way to go. 17 bullets. 17. That's how many it took to take him down. Yeah. 17. Because he kept, I don't know, how, how, like, did he keep getting up and trying to make a comeback? I don't understand. I don't know. Or there, somebody was making a point. They were making a point. Somebody was making a point. It was a, it was a mafia gangland uh, have style. You had, uh, have you had Bret Hart on the show? No, not yet. No. But we would, we would love to have Bret Hart. We were in, I was done, I was doing a tour across Canada with Just for Laughs. Uh, and Jeremy Hotz was was headlining it and Russell Peters was hosting it. Uh, and the duops were on it. And we were in Calgary and... Uh, Bret Hart was there, yes. right? And I, I mean, like, I was just starstruck, right? It's, this is this was what ten years ago, twelve years ago, and I was just like, oh my god, uh, the, the little boy in me just came back, right? Oh yeah, and I was fanboying, and I and, I, and I, he came backstage, and I shook his hand. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm a big fan of yours. I'm a big fan. And you could see, he's like, oh shit, this guy's a little freaky. And I was like, oh no, I'm that guy. So then, uh, fast forward, we're all at the hotel bar, and and Brett's there, and he's just holding court. Yeah. And he's just telling stories. And we're all just like, oh my God, this is the best night. This Wrestlers is so- love hotel bars. I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. They, well, they've, how, how many hotel bars have they? All the time. All the time. That's where they go after their matches. They go back to their hotel where they stay. Yeah. And I've known, from, I've learned this. A lot of wrestlers like to stay at the Marriott. Do they? So if there is a Marriott by an airport and the wrestlers are in town, guess where you should go? <laughs> you know, <laughs> just go to the bar that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we went to Detroit to meet up with Ted DiBiase, yeah, um, we met him at the Marriott hotel Funny. bar. You know, now yeah. a lot of people aren't going to hotel bars these days. No, so they're fairly empty, yeah. which is perfect for wrestlers. Sure, but back and in they, the day, and they tend to enjoy a beverage. Yeah. Oh yeah. And back in the day, Ric Flair used to flat out tell everybody, we'll be at the Marriott in Atlanta. Woo! You want to come ride Space Mountain? You know, like, did he just advertise where him and his penis will be for later? Like, This is where he's going to be. Yeah, this is where I'll be if you want to bang. a lot of money on drinks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, He brags about, 
I've spilled. I've spent more money on spilled drinks than you have in your life. Like on anything in your life. I was like, yeah, I don't know if that's something you brag about now, uh, but uh, maybe not. Yes, maybe back in the day. Yeah, back in when the you're day. cutting a promo. Yeah, yeah. 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 But this is recently. He said. This. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> Um, his 30 by 30 was great. His 30 by 30 was great, except... And sad, how, all at the same and time. And sad at the same time. And I'm worried, what, like, how much how much of a tearjerker is this HBO Andre the Giant one coming oh, out? Oh, no, I didn't be. know that. Andre the Giant has a special on HBO coming out, a documentary. Oh, wow. And it's all... It looks like it's... Um, it's going to focus on his drinking. Like, yeah. because he was in such pain, he drank to drink the pain. He, he oh, drank wow. to drink the pain away. So, um, and it must have been so tough living your life that size, like just being that size. Yeah. And he's like, back then, like Ted DiBiase told us, he's like, back then they didn't have seats for him on an airplane or they didn't have, he couldn't fit in the bathroom. He didn't like to fly because it's very uncomfortable for him. Yeah. He told us a story about Haystacks Calhoun. To go to the washroom, they had a curtain off the back, and he had to just go in the back area because he didn't fit in the bathroom. And Jeez. they had like a garbage pail for him, and just to like squat over. Oh and I was god. like, oh my god! I was like, I do not want to fly with any of these big wrestlers. Yeah, no, not at all. But you know, what are you gonna do when you're six hundred pounds? You gotta go, man. You gotta go. You gotta go. Give me yeah. a bucket. He said, uh, a church bucket. Ted DiBiase told us a story about Andre in an elevator in Japan, and they overpack everything. Um, oh, no. their, their towns, the the like they yeah. prong people onto public the, transit. The sub, yeah, yeah, yeah. Public, it's 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 they cane people onto. <laughs> it's crazy. So imagine how they overfill an elevator with a giant in it, and uh, I guess Andre just cut the biggest fart, mm. and they were all like, <laughs> and then the minute the people door opened. Spent. They ran like Andre was Godzilla, and Andre just like ah oh, ha 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 ha. <laughs> like you know, so it's like that's a good Andre story. Uh, yeah, he almost shit his pants to clear an elevator, but you know, what do you anything do? for the joke? Anything for the joke. Um, so where are you at? Like, how often do you watch wrestling today or the product today? Uh, not as often as I'd like. I never get the TV myself. I got yeah. two daughters and, and they're watching for most of the time. But they, it's funny. They they watched some Scooby-Doo WWE. With John Cena. With John Cena. And so they've heard of characters from there. And, yeah. they're, and they're like, oh, I go, I know that those guys. This is what he really looks like. And this is what he, you know, yeah. you know, is, oh, does Sin Cara, does he ever talk? Does he ever talk? I was like, no, not really. But he's like, he's a luchador and he's a high flyer and he's a lot yeah. of fun. And, oh, that's the Miz. Oh, that's the Miz. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, so that, that was kind of funny. Going to see some of the indie stuff is a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, going because you've said, me and Nug, I've known Nug for 20 some odd years we went to university together so mm -hmm. and i've I, I don't think uh, i've met a bigger wrestling fan no. than him and so whenever i'm on the road or i'm watching stuff i'm always like hey man who's this what's going on with this person uh what's the backstory in this and so he's my go-to guy yeah. to, to ask stuff so he brings me around to, to the indie shows we went to go we went to barry wrestling not too long ago and he's managing now. he's doing some managing stuff there but he brought me in and and rj have you had rj on the show i have never met rj, have you never met RJ? and i and i want to have him on the show just so much fun right and he and his whole character is like you know he's 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 entertainment right people yeah. come to come to the shows he brings famous people to the shows and so the past couple of times i've been to the shows he's like oh there's john catucci 
right there from you got to eat here in the in the audience and then he'll 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 shit talk me or something right and so the last time i went to go berry wrestling show uh we were like he goes you want to you want to come in the ring and do something i was like yeah he's like okay let's let, why don't you clothesline me or something uh so i'm like yeah sure all right so he was shit talking me during the show uh and then nug is you know nug's holding me back he's like don't worry about him don't worry about him. and then rj sent out one of the most beautiful spits like with this beautiful slow motion arc that came from the ring and just missed me and I just couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. And Nug tried to hold me back and I ran in and the ref was down and the other guy was down. And when RJ wasn't looking, I ran in and gave him a nice clothesline and he sold it perfectly. And I was just like, oh my God, I want to be a wrestler now. You know what I mean? And I scooted, you know, I scooted out of the ring. I woke up the ref. Yeah. It was so much fun, man. I I, I had such a good time. So that's I, like I've, the best. Yeah. So I, I, that stuff, the Destiny wrestling stuff, that's good. Destiny puts on a great show. Yeah. I Every was time so I've been sick there, the last time. The last time I really wanted to go, they had Pete Dunn versus uh, Austin Aries. Yeah. Which is like a dream match yeah. now because it can't happen because Pete Dunn's affiliated with WWE. Oh, okay. Austin Aries has left WWE. Yeah. He's vegan. Uh, I don't know if you know that. So <laughs> every title he has has to be vegan leather. Amazing. Because he won't wear a regular leather belt because he's vegan. Yeah. He has the best t-shirt that says, uh, I need, and then it says, uh, tofu, but in two, like T O F U. <laughs> and then it says tonight. So it's like, <laughs> I need to F you tonight. <laughs> Amazing. I was like, that's the coolest no, vegan shirt I've ever seen. Now, I don't know if it was him that we were chanting at. Uh, the audience just started to eat a burger. Clap, 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 clap was the chant. And that I'm like, you, probably, guys, yeah. you guys are fucking ridiculous. Yeah. They're the uh, like indie wrestling fans, the most ridiculous chants. And, and they're loyal to their brands. They're loyal. Oh, my God. And yeah. like full on, they're into it. Like mm-hmm. you can't, you can't be like, you know, but you know, that guy's, I mean, what does it matter? It doesn't matter. Look, no. look what they're doing. I'm buying every t-shirt. I'm buying every shirt. I'm buying, but, uh, destiny puts on a great product. Yeah. yeah. And it's they had and it's, James Ellsworth at the last show too. Okay. Which is James Ellsworth is, uh, he looks like a worm, but he's a guy who somehow came into the WWE and locked into an 18 month contract with them. And was there for 18 months in major storylines, beat AJ Styles, the world champ, twice, like, in non-title matches. Like, they gave him this ridiculous push. Yeah. And uh, people were like, you know, a lot of people loved him. He came out to SmackDown in Ottawa, or no, Toronto. The place went nuts when he came in. And, uh, you know, now, he, because of that exposure, he can go out and make money on the indies. Sure. Like, if you come from the WWE, you you have that stamp of approval you've sure. been good enough to be in the big show yeah so if you go on the indies your name now yeah we can maybe we, can we drop can't you. use your maybe we can't use your wwe name but we can put your picture on a poster yeah. and we don't need your name because people know who you are because yeah. you've been on tv yeah. every week that's great and there are wrestlers that like cody rhodes who um can't even go by the name rhodes anymore because that's the wwe owns it oh geez so he's just cody However, his wife, Brandy Rhodes, who's always with him, she was smart enough to register her full name, Brandy Rhodes, as her, like, with her. Yeah. So, so it's hers. So if Cody's with his wife, it can be Cody and Brandy Rhodes. Amazing. So they found a loophole That's to great. get around it. But Cody Rhodes is so, since leaving the WWE, his career has went to another level. 
because they didn't give him those opportunities in WWE. They yeah. put makeup on him and made him be Stardust or uh, okay. or whatever. And um, he's part of a faction called Bullet Club in Ring of Honor and New Japan. And there's uh, many people in it. And Cody, it looks like, is trying to take over Bullet Club. And it looks like there's going to be a civil war within the faction. Amazing. And, uh, and so those factions, will the, the will they go between two different promotions? They do. Oh, they go back and forth, which is great. Like Ring of Honor has a coalition type thing with New Japan Wrestling. Okay. And they share wrestlers all the time. And they tour. Like a War of the Worlds is, I believe, coming to Toronto in March. Really? Maybe March. Maybe. Is that a, is that a, a Ring of Honor stuff or is that it's a New Ring Japan? of Honor New Japan? Oh, nice. It's called uh, War of Worlds. So it's 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 both, and so you have the best New Japan stars and the best Ring of Honor stars, and they mix the matches up. And I went last year, and it was one of the best cards I've ever seen in yeah, my life. I was flipping around late one night, and there was a New Japan on something. I don't know what I was watching. Yeah, Access and a, Television and has a, it. When AJ Styles was there, yeah, and uh, he put on, I, and I had never seen him perform before and seeing him on i was like oh my god this guy's amazing and anytime i've caught him on wwe stuff they don't they don't use his stuff as it's watered anywhere. down it's so watered down the guy is so amazing and so agile and can yeah. do everything i mean he's not the greatest on the stick but he's no. he can he sells it in that ring man wow well it's so funny because uh the winner of the royal rumble this year was a guy by the name of shinsuke nakamura yeah who is from new japan and him and and AJ Styles have battled many times in New Japan. Nice. So now we're getting to see them battle on WWE WrestleMania, like the biggest stage of them all. We're going to get to see AJ Styles against Shinsei, Shinsuke Nakamura. Very cool. And mind you, it might not be as good as the match that we saw in New Japan because New Japan does not have stockholders that can say, this wrestling is too violent. Yeah. New Japan, there are no rules. Yeah. You can do pile drivers. You oh, can wow. do power bombs. You can do all these moves that WWE deemed unsafe. Yeah, because they have to protect their stars. Sure. So, but uh, New Japan, they don't. It's old school. Old school. It's it's watching New Japan and Ring of Honor compared to WWE. It's like watching uh, wrestling compared to sports entertainment. Okay, that's the way I would yeah, describe yeah. it. And they're both fantastic yeah. in their own ways. But you know. It's you're more likely to see a five star match uh, on a New Japan or Ring of Honor or an indie show than you would in WWE. Yeah, they just had their first five star match uh, at the Royal Rumble recently. They, I'm pretty sure there was a oh no, it was an NXT Takeover. Um, they had a five star match, and since first star the first five star match in WWE probably about seven years. Now, who decides? Who, who is there? Is there somebody saying that's guy, five star? Guy named David Meltzer. Oh, okay, kind okay, of sure. The the Meltz is kind of the uh, the wrestling guru yeah. of all gurus. You watch PWG wrestling out of Reseda, California. They don't travel. They just do one show. Every every month, or they do a weekend every month at this small little legion yeah. in Reseda, and it's always packed. Amazing. And uh, he Meltzer is there in the front row with his clipboard, taking notes, taking notes, watching matches. So great. I actually went down to a, a show last October there to see one of the shows, and uh, in uh, in Reseda. And uh, the night before, Ron Jeremy was there sitting beside him, <laughs> sleeping sure. in the front row. Just, yeah. 
I'm going to come watch some wrestling in the front row and sleep. And I'm like, yeah, who are you? Seven-year-old me watching main event? Come on. Wake up, Ron Jeremy. Like, <laughs> I went to a, I got to go see an NXT show when it was in Toronto. And it was the guy, the, the Japanese wrestler you were saying. Yeah, uh, Shinsuke. Shinsuke. He was there. And then the female Japanese. Asuka. Uh, Asuka. She was there too. And it was, I guess it was just before they had moved up to the main, yeah. the main show. Uh, and they were like, just, oh my They're God. They're both amazing. They're, they're incredible. Yeah. Asuka, they both won the Royal Rumbles. Yes. Last week. She won the Women's Royal Rumble. Yep. He won the Men's. I'm like, a good night for Japan. Yeah. They're both so entertaining to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're, I mean, like, separate from in the, their in-ring persona, they've mastered the intro. I mean, the, the, the walk to the ring, too, right? Yes. The music, the just the show, you know. I mean, it, it, I should say it's got is the violin uh, He's intro. got the violin He's intro. Violin. So, so when it was in Toronto, they had, like, these five violinists, uh, uh, you know, it, yeah. it, walking him down to the to the ring. And, and the entire, and, and Nug was like, just watch. And I was like, what? And he's like, and the entire crowd was singing along yeah. with it and stuff. And it was just ridiculous. He is so over they've been kind of like wasting him a little bit yeah. and now it's like okay given they gave him the royal rumble that means he's going to go into wrestlemania he's going to fight the champion they're finally using him properly yeah. because he should be a main event draw he should be one of your top guys yeah. uh he's very uh enigmatic i don't know if i'm using that word right <laughs> let's just say you are let's just like, say you are yeah he's very enigmatic <laughs> he uh he's a combination of michael jackson prince and wrestling all into one um when you can wrestle in leather pants yeah they should push you they and they look great on him and he's got like the red i like the black stripe on the inside with the red outside but then he's got the reverse he's also got the black outside with the know. red inside you never know what he's gonna wear no you, what he, kind of mood is he in he is a red black mood that's yeah. what he likes yeah checker maybe he maybe he flips he, he he changes them halfway through the show maybe that's his own demon maybe the pants <laughs> are, are a demon themselves they, they right? could be they could be <laughs> He has a red jacket, and it's sort of weird, but sometimes, like, I like to do gags in my house, so when Shinsuke <laughs> comes out, I have a red leather jacket. But why, why not? I'll put it on backwards, and then I'll come out doing the Shinsuke <laughs> to my roommate. I didn't know if anybody was there for you. Well, you're doing gags. I do have a lot of mirrors. <laughs> so, <laughs> self-gags. Yeah, self-gags. You like the self-gag? Love self-gags. That's weird. That's a weird thing, man. Love it. <laughs> I remember one time, um, speaking of house gags, <laughs> I live with a comedian by the name of Michelle Shaughnessy. Yeah. And she got me into these hashtag wars uh, because of the show at midnight on the comedy network yes. or the comedy central. And I became obsessed with these hashtag yes. wars. You know, I have to win one. That was my goal. It only took me 11 times to try before I won one. You actually won one. I won one, which for is you. I beat out 60,000 tweets Holy Jesus. for food comedians was the category. The yeah. hashtag was food comedians. And um, that night, my winning tweet was an original tweet that nobody else did, okay. which is very hard to yeah. come upon. And it was uh, the kids in the hollandaise sauce. I like that. Fantastic. I like it. I'm, no, I'm going to toot my own horn there. Toot, you love, toot. Did you put a t-shirt? Did um, you make it a t-shirt yet? 
I made a shirt, obviously. You did really? Well, first of all, I made I, I, I cut out the tweet and I framed it and I put it up. That was the first thing I did. And yes. I put it up because she taught me how to play. Yeah. But she had been playing for a year, but she'd never won. Oh, she must hate you. Oh, so I was like, look at the, look at this, look at, I have this. I have this now. It's my credit. You know, I'm a writer for Comedy Central. <laughs> That's from the television. I've been on TV. I've been on, on TV. Yeah. So then um, the next day I was walking down Queen Street and here in toronto and i saw a t-shirt place make t-shirts in five minutes i was like yeah I, oh yeah oh yeah so i go in and i was like uh i then i started looking at the shirts and oh i like baseball shirts sure like old school baseball shirts so the red arms yeah white and i get it and in the front it says hashtag wars champion <laughs> and then uh on the back I took the actual copy of the tweet yeah. and photocopy and had them put the actual entire tweet that was on my back. So, um, and you don't live in this shirt. No, no, no. Like, no you no. don't, you no. don't wear it all the fucking time. I did it as say, a, look at me, everybody. Was, uh, I am better than you. Of course. I want to be Owen Hart. Let's <laughs> like, this is my slammy. So, so I basically, I, I, I go to her. I'm trying, she's texting as I'm trying to talk to her. Brian Hatt was at, over at our house visiting. <laughs> yes. And I said, I said, look at, I was like, and I was bragging about my, my plaque that I made. Yeah. And he goes, that's pretty cool. Do you want a hashtag where I'm like, is it 61,000 people tried to do what I did yeah. better than them? Yeah. And then, and then I was like, oh, I was like, luckily I got the plaque. I'm like, cause it's not like you can get t-shirts or something like that made up. And I unzip my hoodie and then I take off and then I reveal hashtag wars champion. And then he goes, oh my God, Michelle, look at, look at this, look at this. And, and I said, I said to Michelle, she goes, oh my God, let me take a picture of that. And then I took off the entire hoodie and I said, no, it's not your shirt to tweet about. And then I turned around to turn away so she couldn't take a picture, revealing the back, which has the entire tweet on it and, the, and all the likes and the favorites. And, and then she's like, you're fucking ridiculous. I was like, but it's a good gag. It's a good gag. It's caught $30 gag. $30 gag. Well worth it. And may I just, for those of you who don't know Brian Hat, a very funny comic from Toronto, Casey did an amazing Brian Hat imitation right there. Which you did one? A great, you just did just the way you did your finger. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You just did the, you yeah. just did his little wiggly finger yeah. there, and that you found just a little <laughs> bit just to find his impersonation, and you killed it with just that little yeah. finger. He's like, oh Michelle, you got to turn and see this. You got to turn and see, turn and see this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It affects that voice too. Yeah. Oh God. Now, if I try to do that with Jeff McHenry, yeah, he'd be like, "Hey Jeff, what do you think of this?" Hey, he don't really fucking care about any of it. You know, that's what he would say. And then I'm like, "Okay, Jeff." You know, like so. (laughs) If you live with me, I will get your I will get your voice down. Yeah. Oh yeah. Have you got Michelle's now? No, but I have to. Like, I have to get it down. Well, yeah. you know, because girl voices are obviously harder to do. So. Sure. If, I mean, well, even even if you didn't do Brian's voice, you still had his just yeah. his little mannerisms down. Exactly. I wish you guys could see this because he just transformed <laughs> himself into Brian Hat. Yeah. Well, I got my mom jeans on, and uh, <laughs> he does a joke about jeans, people. So just relax. Everybody breathe. Everybody, Everybody breathe. breathe. Everybody yeah, breathe. Yeah, we're not. I'm not starting a wrestling feud with Brian Hat on my show. Okay. Why don't you? I don't know. I haven't had him on the show, but eventually he'll be on. He's a Bills fan. Seriously. I'm a Bills fan. Well, there you go. So uh, that's you know, football. That's football. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, another fake sport I watch. <laughs> 
It was very fake this weekend when I watched the Super Bowl. Did you, was it fake? So, you didn't care or you didn't? Uh, oh, no. Actually, I, I loved the Super Bowl game. I thought it was fantastic. But That's um, the first game I watched all season. Mm-hmm. Oh, not the whole game. I watched I watched half of it. The rest of it I listened to on the on the old XM radio and listened to it on the, on the way back down from Barrie because I was visiting family. It was an exciting game just listening to it. Yeah. And then I watched the second half at home and I uh, was very happy to see Tom Brady lose. I was happy to see uh, the Patriots lose because I'm a Bills fan. Yeah. And they're in my division. They're yeah. our rivals. So, yeah. obviously, I don't want them always winning. Plus, there were uh, three Bills, former Bills, on the Eagles. Oh, nice. That I wanted them also to win. And everybody's talking about the riots in Philadelphia afterwards. And I can't believe Canadians are, like, knocking them. I'm like, look it. We're not a country that should be talking about riots after sports. Because yeah. after the Vancouver, yeah. Canada, the, the Olympics, yeah. the riots were ridiculous. Montreal will riot after anything, whether yeah. it be Guns N' Roses or a Habs game. Yeah. You know, it, it, Canada is not perfect. No. You know, no. And, and people are drunk <laughs> and they get excited. And when you get masses of people, chaos ensues. Yeah. It's not everybody is throwing rocks at windows and no but it's amazing how i mean not to get political but i will but in the states when white people riot after a football game it's just oh they're just blowing off some steam they're drunk but when people of color (laughs) are are protesting and rioting uh not even rioting just protesting protesting, uh, police brutality it's they're rioting they're uh they all all have to be arrested uh there's tear gas there's all this stuff and you're like holy shit there's a what a difference the way the media and everybody can looks at it it's amazing that white privilege can flip a cop car yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it's just kids. It's just, it's just kids. kids. Hey, that's just that's some the- dentist kid that's going to light that cop car yeah, on fire. It's fine. And I love that's for those who don't know, when the Vancouver riots happened after Canada won the gold medal, there was a famous picture taking of a kid who didn't hide his face and he's stuffing a gas rag into a police car. And actually, and wasn't he flashing the camera too? Wasn't he smiling at the he camera? He was smiling at the camera. I think so. And he's about to uh, light the cop car on fire. Yeah. And everybody was like, do you know this kid? Somebody's like, well, that's Dr. Johnson's kid. <laughs> den- our dentist. Our dentist. Well, that dentist office got a lot of fucking phone calls. <laughs> and that kid got into a lot of fucking trouble. Wasn't it during the riots there that there was that picture of the couple making out? Yeah. Ground? I think so, yeah. I think it might have been. Yeah, they were. Because somebody was hurt. Yeah. And somebody was helping someone who was hurt. And it turned into a makeout sesh. And that's a riot. It happened. That's how riots. Some people find love in riots in Canada. Love in riots. I love that. That's love in rockets. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So alive. Um, (laughs) Still alive, probably. The um, there is a riot squad. Go ahead. Uh, in WWE, okay. Riot Squad called uh, Riot Squad. Yeah, and it's uh, it's, it's this girl named Ruby Riot. Yeah, that's her name. Um, I don't call her Ruby Riot because she looks like Paige, uh, yes. another wrestler. Yes, but she's a lesser. Um, uh, what's the how do? I, she's not as attractive as Paige. Okay. So I just call her Ugly Paige. Oh my goodness! I know that's impro- inappropriate. That is improper. But you know what? You like I'm just saying this to my screen. Nobody knows that I do this. You just and hey, said it now. Though. Well, everybody, pretend like you didn't hear about okay. Ugly Paige. Okay. Just like um, Sonya Deville, I call her 
ugly Bella. Uh, she looks like one of the Bella twins. She, yes. But not as hot. Yeah. She looks like a Bella cousin. I watched, they, she was, they were wrestling yesterday, right? Weren't yeah. They? Yeah. Or they were, yeah, yeah. I think they were yesterday. They did, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Sonya Deville definitely wrestled yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Cause she, she wrestled against. She's going into the elimination chamber. Yes. And she, who did she fight yesterday? Oh man. I saw her at NXT show. Bailey. Was no, it Bailey? No, she didn't fight Bailey. Ah, it's going to kill me. I cannot remember. Cause well, I saw her at the, at the, um, at the NXT show. And she had come out of retirement to wrestle. She yes. had wrestled before and then was going to the indie scenes, but then back. Oh, I can't remember. Um, speaking of NXT. Sorry, that coming. was a horrible story. You just forget that whole fucking story, guys. No, that's it's, a good story. No, it we, a good it's story. a choose your own adventure. Just add your own ending and uh, make the story better. Um, NXT, yes. they are coming through Ontario again. Are they all? Yes. And like they're, the they're playing Barry. They're playing. I love that they're going to Barry. You know, that's great. They're playing Mississauga, uh, St. Catharines, and London. They're not actually coming into Toronto, but that's fine. You know, uh, I personally would love to go, but uh, to Barry to see them because I've start. I would like to start trying to get interviews with some of these NXT people yeah. or something like that. But I think it's better to go to the smallest market possible and request them there yes. rather than trying to request in Mississauga where you're going to get a b- numerous requests you for just talent. Go in and just say, Hey, hi everybody. And just walk in the back and do that. Hey guys. My buddy has, has a history of walking in the back doors at wrestling events and talking to wrestlers and just hanging out backstage. Really? Yeah. Chris Cody. He, uh, he's one of our highest rated episodes. You got to get in there then. Oh, I would love to, Come on. but, um, the problem is, is I'm also a comedian that tours a lot and, my schedules do not match up to like, I cannot go to every wrestling event that I want to, but don't you want to go to all of them? I want to go to all of them. I want to, I want to go to super kicked. I want to go to destiny. I want to go to smash. I can't do it. I want to go out to alpha one out in Hamilton, you know, and I want, and if you're a wrestler and you're listening to the show, I want to start interviewing more local wrestlers as well. Get on the show guys. Yeah. Get on Mickey the show. James. Mickey James is fantastic. She was incredible. Yeah. I'm sorry. I couldn't remember your name. Mickey no, that's James. who she was. Uh, yeah. She was in last night's match. Uh, yeah. She was, uh, I, when I saw her at the NXT show, she was like, oh wow. She like, not only is she a good performer, but she really sells it and you could see it like play to the back of the room. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she's really selling it and she and knows what she's doing. She knows what she's doing. And you could tell like when she was wrestling these younger wrestlers yeah. and you know, kind of putting them over and stuff like that. But, uh, she was just so good and it's so nice to see her uh up at the main event now yeah she's on the main roster yeah. she's doing fantastic she yeah she's older than all the other yes. girls but you know what that doesn't matter if no. you know like rick flair wrestled in to to his 60s yeah like ageism should not really matter you know if you're trying to make things equal in the wwe so and again watching uh, having not watched it regularly for a long time but i was so impressed by the the women wrestlers they, oh, yeah. they've, they've just been kicking it like because i mean growing up when i was a kid watching it it was always like a one-off kind of thing yeah they, they weren't the not always the, the best performers and stuff no the match uh, women matches in the 80s were very boring yeah uh, but the matches yesterday, all the women's matches yesterday were, were, were yeah. great women, the women's wrestling, I guess they, they call it a movement. Yeah. Women's wrestling has gotten so much better yeah. that, uh, I don't like they used to do like a big match and then, and then they'd have another big match coming, but they put the women in between yes. for the bathroom break. Yeah. It's not like that anymore. The women now are in the main event, the Royal rumble this year. With the women was so fantastic. Well, they ended like so. They did the the men's rumble first, early, 
and then they did the women. Wow. And the women's Royal Rumble, I preferred it to the men's. Really, am? Because part of the Royal Rumble, what makes it great is you don't know who's in the match. Yeah. It could be anybody. And you like it when the surprises of bringing somebody back happens. Yeah. Like in the men's match, they brought back Rey Mysterio this year. Nice. Fantastic. He looked like a million dollars. Did he really? Yeah. He looked like Rey Mysterio. It oh, looked like great. he never left. Oh, wow. And now it's like, how do we get him to WrestleMania one more time? Yeah. You know, whereas the women's match, they had all the women that are there now, pretty much, you know, lots of women from the past that you missed and love. Oh, nice. And then girls from NXT that aren't on the main roster. So the future, they gave them a little bump the, for it. Yeah. That's great. So you have the past, present and future all in one match. And it's fantastic. And like Lita is out there doing moonsaults. Lita was there? Yeah. Wow. Fantastic. She's out there doing moonsaults. She's out there throwing people out, you know, and then Molly Holly's there. And and then, and then they bring in like Tori Wilson and Michelle McCool, who was half of uh, Michelle McCool and Layla split the title. They shared it. They cool. They called them. <laughs> um, the only thing is that was sad was whenever a, a, a woman wrestler would come in, that is affiliated with a male wrestler, uh, they would chant the male wrestler's name at them. So when Michelle McCool comes out, yeah. she's married to Mark Calloway, okay. the Undertaker. So everybody's chanting Undertaker at her. Well, that's stupid because nobody chants Sable at Brock Lesnar. Sure. You know, and that's who he's married yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just stupid. And sometimes wrestling fans do stupid chants. And that's kind of, I thought, was a little stupid. Yeah. Trish Stratus came out at the very end 30 people and, lost their minds oh lost their minds like it's amazing how much what, people still just love her eh? like she just know, she okay she was doing a movie with my roommate and called bounty hunters yeah. my roommate at the time was boomer phillips he's one of the three leads in bounty hunters okay she's one of the leads he's one of the leads there's another guy that's a lead Chances are you have not seen this movie. <laughs> you know it, what? You're, yeah. You are absolutely right. Yeah. I have not seen this movie. No, it's the type of movie that's on Star Choice or, or what, direct Super to video, Channel. Direct-to-video. Direct-to-video. Direct yeah, yeah. I, I saw the premiere in the theater. Because you're a good person. And I saw Nug at the premiere in the theater. Yes. Um, I, I did not see... Um, well, my roommate did not go to the premiere because he didn't... Boomer did not go to the movie because he did not want to... He did not want to support it. <laughs> He didn't actually, he did not even want to sign off on the movie. The director would come into our house with phone or our house. I'm like, Boomer, I'm tired of telling the director that you're not home. <laughs> like he wants to release this movie and you have to sign off on it. So finally, Boomer eventually caved in and signed in on, off on it. But uh, he didn't even go to the premiere because he hated the movie. But you went. But I, oh yeah, I went with his wife. Uh, yeah. But Stratus is going to be there. Why would I not go? So Plus snacks. Yeah, plus snacks. And yeah, so we watched the movie. And oddly enough, um, Boomer is really funny throughout this entire movie. Yeah. And uh, they said it wasn't planning on being a comedy, but he just went brought that way, comedy yes. to that role. Yeah. And he was very entertaining. And then the blooper clip is just all Boomer. And I was like, dude, like, you should have been there. Like, yeah. you know, he's like, eh, whatever. He doesn't care. Yeah. So, but when they were filming, uh, Trish Stratus said she was, the WWE announced the top women of all time. And Trish Stratus was number one. Yeah. And Boomer goes, well, she just told me today that WWE is named her the greatest woman wrestler of all time. And I was like, well, I find that hard to believe. I was like, I'm sorry. I have her at three. 
And he's like, you have her, at, you already have her at three? With my list, I and have I a like, list. I was like, well, look it. Mula held the belt for 28 years. She also wrestled men at the odd time. So how can she be better than Fabulous Mula? And then she flashed the audience as well? Wasn't it Mula that flashed the audience? I don't know. No, it I wasn't her body. What about with Mula May and Young. May Young. May Young, Young flashed Remember May Young would flash the audience? Yeah. She would want to kiss people and she would flash. And then she had like some fake boob shirt that had yeah. really low. And was so- oh, yeah, yeah. My mom would do the May Young walk <laughs> and do impersonations of her. She'd do that, this. Like, I'll do I'll do the impersonation of the May Young in the boomerang to put on Instagram so you can see what I'm doing, the yeah. May Young. But anyway, my mom used to do it and he used to always make me hell. But I thought Mula deserves to be there for holding the belt so long. Now, later I would learn that Mula booked all the women in wrestling. Oh, I know and that. she also took a percentage of what they made. Oh wow. And she was also, since she's the booker, well no wonder she gets to keep the belt for 28 fucking twenty eight years. years. Like, so now I'm like, oh, well, that sours Moolah. Yeah. And I also thought China. China sure. is, is, had the Intercontinental title. She held many uh, men's titles as well as women's titles. Yeah. She wrestled both. Yeah. And when she wrestled guys, it was believable. Yeah. Because they made it work. So I always thought China was better. But, you know, then her life took a, a, yeah. a swerve and eh, unfortunately, so that kind of taints her career and um, and that's sort of sad in a way. But but then after going back and watching a lot of Trisha's matches, I realized, no, they're right. She is the greatest female oh, woman yeah. wrestler a, of all she time. She was a great performer, right? And she she had the high flying stuff. She had like she was a good wrestler. I, 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 I mean, I don't remember. May Young's wrestling at all. No. She was already way old when I started watching and she was there. The fact she, that she's going through tables is ridiculous at her age as well. That's nuts. Yeah. Uh, so, I, and I, I I guess I'd never, when I saw China, when, when she was big and I never believed any of it. Yeah. With the China stuff. I mean, she was big and she was to throw people around and she, I mean, she started, I mean, when she, I guess she started off as, as Hunter's bodyguard, bodyguard right? Is that yeah. what it was? Yeah. And uh, I just never bought that whole that whole thing i mean she was fun to watch because she was a monster mm-hmm. right yeah yeah but trish is just but now when you go back and you see trish you know watching her come into the royal rumble she looked like a superhero yeah. she was dressed she looked amazing she looked like she should still be wrestling because i mean when, when trish was wrestling with trish and lita like who were their contemporaries yeah uh and if there were, were they even at, at par with them? Right, well, like Mickey you could James, always Mickey James Mickey was James, there. Okay, well, she was she had a feud with Trish. Yeah, um, of course, M- Molly Holly was yeah. also there. Lita and Trish, they their feud was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Trish would eventually, you know, she. I don't understand why there's not a three DVD Stratisfaction Trish Stratus Heard it here collection. First. Yes, right here first. It's ha- it's happening. Okay. No, I'm just saying, Casey. Casey gets points if it happens. I'm well, I saying. think it should happen. I also think Trish Stratus should come on the show. What I uh, did Trish love, Stratus, if you're here, what, what I did love, Trish Stratus. Oh, yeah, I know. She comes out of the bathroom door. <laughs> oh, you were in there the whole time. Uh, we were we're waiting for you to set it up. <laughs> you see, I, I every now and again, I'm like, uh, well, for a while, I was getting free tickets to Raw because I'd go to Boomer. And I'd be like, hey, Boomer, can I get you to call the champ and uh, <laughs> give me solids? And he'd be like. Be like, what do you want to see? I'm like, well, Raw's coming to town, and, and they're making it Bret Hart night. They're going to celebrate Bret Hart. And he goes, will you cry at this? I'm like, probably. It's Bret Hart. He's my favorite wrestler. He goes, 
all right, I will go to watch you cry and I will get us these tickets. <laughs> you know? He's a good person. Uh, no, he just wants to see He's me like, cry. Oh, I don't give He's you an asshole. Gonna, but you're crying out of love. Oh, yeah, out of love. That's what he thinks funny. A grown man crying at a Van Halen concert or at a Bret Hart thing. So you, you cried at a Van Halen concert? Well, they're my favorite band. Well, there's, so now, it's very you emotional. You can't put both on the same level. Can you put the both on the same level? Yeah, because they're both the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Are you going to cry now? A little bit. A little bit. Ain't talking about love. Yeah, I know. It's the 40th anniversary of that album. It's such a great album. So, yeah, it's it's a perfect album. When they say it, like it's gone diamond, now diamond uh, means in America means ten million in sales. Yeah. Uh, when I heard that the Hips had albums that went diamond in Canada, I was like, the Hip have never sold ten million albums yeah, on it's one of their albums. In Canada. Yeah, you know what it isn't two fifty two two hundred thousand two hundred thousand. You sell two hundred thousand, you get diamond in Canada. Yeah. Diamond in America, ten million. Like. The difference is like, yeah, you know, like we were talking about a population also. It has to do with all that stuff. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then and it's only di- and it's only diamond in America. Yes. Like uh, so okay. there's, there's more sales in yeah, Canada yeah. and everywhere else in the world. But this is not a show about Van Halen. Uh, although Van Halen is related to wrestling many times in ways. First song Steve Austin ever walked into the ring. His first match Unchained, a Van oh, Halen nice. song. Um, also, I have a funny Van Halen story. When I was when my daughters were young, especially Ruby, when she was little, uh, she was like a year and a half and stuff like that. And I would just put I ain't talking about love on on, on the stereo, and I would grab her and I would do the drums. So, yeah, she'd sit on my lap and I do the drums. And then the first time she was like, No, 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 I don't want this. But the next time, any and any time after that, if I put that song on and she could just hear the guitar rift and she would stop what she was doing and she would run at me and she would I would sit around my lap and, and I would just grab her arms and do the drums. Yeah. That was fun. Anyway, back to wrestling. No, but that is <laughs> but that's great. And I off I often have said many wrestling wrestlers were inspired by david lee roth like the rock and roll express sure all these guys did was go out and dress up like david lee roth and run to the ring and then who did they inspire the rockers so if you know sean michaels yeah he's a rocker so basically he dresses like david lee roth yeah and he can't call himself sean hickenbottom because that's not cool (laughs) so he goes with michaels he took Brett Michaels, Brett Michaels last, last night. Name. Like, yeah. he basically wants to be Brett Michaels. Yeah. You know, so at least... Didn't he try to sing? Well, yeah, he, had his, he had his theme song he could sing, right? He, he did. Sing, right? He does sing his theme song. I know it's cute. I think yeah, I'm sexy. sexy. <laughs> Which is... Now, there's two versions of it. There's... Because originally, Scary Sherry sang oh, Sexy Boy. God. He's just my sexy boy. Sexy boy! <laughs> He's just my boy. It's better when he does it. It's like, you make me. Because the raspy voice makes it better. You make me cute. You make me shiver. I got the moves that drive the girls wild. I, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I, you get a little sexy. With you. Are I you going to cry now? Are you gonna no, cry with this I, I put that on in the shower the other day. I, put, I just took a shower to, to uh, WWE, WWE, the album. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Stand back, ladies. There's a hurricane coming through. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like you're taking a shower, your shampoo's in your eyes, you hear the glass break. Is that stone cold, please? Please, or did I wreck something? You know. <laughs> my buddy called me at, when I was working back at City TV years ago. My buddy called me, my buddy Anthony called me. 
He's like, I'm like, hey, what's going on? He's like, uh, hey, who do you think would win in a match between The Rock and Stone Cold? I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, just who, who do you think would win in a match between The Rock and Stone Cold? I was like, The Rock, I guess. See, I was so pissed off I was working. And he's like, oh, yeah? Well, why don't you tell Stone Cold? And he plays <laughs> the music and he just hear, smash! Da, 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 da. Woo! What are you going to do now? And he just hangs up. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? What just happened there? He got Rick rolled. <laughs> But Stone Cold rolled. <laughs> That's the stupidest. You thing. got stone rolled. I just stayed me stone rolled. Stone, stone rolled. rolled. That's what that is. Oh my god! I watched. What I, uh, Actually, can I do that oh, to people? Yeah. Can I stone roll? Start stolen rolling stone people. Roll like, people. Yeah. I'm gonna call Allison Door that today. <laughs> she loves The Rock. Yeah. And she's in episode two of the show. Yes. And I'm gonna say, hey, do you think? The Rock could beat Stone Cold. She's like, and she's like, gonna of say course. No. And I'm like, like, well, why don't you tell well, Steve Austin? And then I hit the music and just hang up the phone. <laughs> and then I'll text her, you just got stone rolled. <laughs> People, I encourage just, you guys, all. Guys, go out there. Stone st- roll your friends. Don't, enough with the Rick Astley. Yeah, stone roll it. I know he said never going to give it up, but no, give it up. Enough, give it up. Give Let's it start stone rolling, stone rolling People, it, everybody. If you can stone roll someone, record it, record it and send, and it, send it to us, we'll play it on the show. Stone roll it. We just invented something. We invented a stone roll. His at the anniversary show. Yes. And he It was did, the best thing it about it. It was the best. I I and I hadn't again, I hadn't watched Raw in in ages and I found out it was the anniversary. I was like, I'm going to watch this. So my kids were trying to come downstairs to play video games. I was like, yeah. "Nope, you cannot do this." <laughs> and just watching him, he didn't say a word. Not a single word. Really? He didn't say nothing. He just comes into the ring, eyeballs people, smiles, nods, grabs a beer, stuns people, stuns somebody else, gives the finger, has some more beer, and then leaves. Not a, It was just so great. One of the best pictures ever is the McMahon family in the Oval Office yeah. with Donald Trump. Yeah. And somebody put, Stone Cold has stunned nine of these people. <laughs> Including the president. Including the president. <laughs> like, uh, he's the only. It's like, well, yeah, say what you will about Donald Trump. He's the only president that's taken a stone cold stunner. Good point. Um, until The Rock, who is teased that he's going to run in 2020 every now and again. But um, with the Me Too movement, Rock, I don't think you can run for president because the minute they started, well, The Rock's first speech, and then all of a sudden he comes out, pie this and Rudy Poo and can't like. The Rock was in the Attitude Era, and a lot of the time, he, you know, called Stephanie a big slutty whore, you know, like, not very politically correct, and I was like, the minute they start showing all this stuff, you wonder if it's going to affect it, but then, or is America going to be like, well, that was when The Rock was awesome, you know, like, I don't know what's going to happen. I think if The Rock throws a people's eyebrow and, and throws a people's elbow onto something like, you know, Kim Jong-un's picture on the ground. You know what I mean? Like just in this, the, 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 the use, the most useless finishing move in the, in the history of wrestling. But that's when, you know, you can, you, you're good on the stick. You can, you can, you can become champion. It's like in the video for Real American where Hulk Hogan is holding an eight by 10 of Muammar Gaddafi. And then <laughs> just he just it. rips it. It's like, oh my God, it's just like, it's a t-shirt. It so much. He's so, Hulk Hogan is so, so good at ripping things. Like, he's good at ripping off his shirts. Yeah. He's and good at ripping pictures. pictures of dictators. Yeah. He's also uh, in the movie uh, No Holds Barred. What is his he name there? is Rip. 
<laughs> they just named him Rip. They're like, what does Hulk Hogan like to do? Well, I like to rip. I like to rip things, brother. You know, it's like, did you just rip a fart? Yes, I did, brother. <laughs> so, folks, we are running out of time. <laughs> when we're getting into Hulk Hogan fart bits. John, where can we catch you? Where can we find you online? On you can television? find me eating food on the Food Network in repeats from now until the end of time. Uh, check your local listings. Uh, check for you got to eat here. And uh, most likely uh, there is a burger in my hand being stuffed into my face. Uh, I'm also, if, if you're around, you could check me out with the doo I'll be performing around town doing a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and if you catch me on uh, Instagram and on Twitter, I'm at John Catucci, C-A-T-U-C-C-I. Come check me out, be, be friends. And uh, and let's, uh, uh, what do we call it? We're going to stone roll people? We're going to start stone rolling people. We're stone rolling people. You're going to get stone rolled at some point this week. Um, <laughs> um, hey, you can catch me eating while watching John's show. <laughs> I will be doing that. You should eat here. I'm like, I should eat now. How about that? Why am I waiting to go there? So uh, that. But before I say where we're going, I need to do one thing. What is it? We need to give away oh the Rick God. Steamboat postcard <gasps> because what we do is you send us five stars and a review of the show, you get entered into a draw, and the winner gets, uh, for the Ricky Steamboat episode, the winner gets a postcard of Ricky Steamboat autographed by Ricky Steamboat. Uh, and right now, I'm going to announce the winner of the Ricky Steamboat po- signed postcard contest. Here we go. Oh, hold on a second. We're working on it. Oh my We're God, working on hurts. it. It's taking long. Oh, th- do you hear that dumb roll? That is the sound of males beating their chest. <laughs> That is, uh, here we go, here we go. Here's the winner. This is titled, this is from, uh, was on iTunes, December 27th, sent to us by Sug23 from the beautiful United States of America. And it's called Dragon and the Hobo coming this fall. Sometimes, here's what he says. Sometimes it's hard to get wrestlers to open up in an interview, but Casey has debunked my theory. Casey's playful, genuine, and sincere personality can make a dragon or a million-dollar man feel comfortable to open up about their wrestling careers. My only complaint, I wish both interviews were longer. But Casey has covered a lot of ground in a short amount of time. These issues have been a lot of fun to listen to, and I can't wait to hear who's next. Goldberg reference. Uh, on the show. Best of luck to you, Casey. Gus. Gus, if you're listening, congratulations. You have not been stonerolled. You're a winner. And uh, we will get a hold of you on the socials, or you get a hold of us, and we will get this postcard out to you ASAP. Those socials again at TNW Pod. Talking Wrestling Podcast on Instagram, at TNW Pod on Twitter, and Talking Wrestling at Gmail. Hit us up any of those. Or we'll find you. Thank you for tuning in to Talking Wrestling. Thank you, John Catucci, for joining us. Thank you for having me. And uh, thanks for letting us put a headlock on your ears for a little bit. We'll see you next time. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.